When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into a very special holiday edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast. My name is Chris Plank. Typically, we drop on Thursdays. Why change, even though it's Thanksgiving? So, we've got a lot to get to as we talk a little women's basketball, men's basketball, and counting down to Bedlam with Oklahoma a chance to win the Big 12 championship on their home field. So, let's talk everything Sooners with our very special guest, Jessica Cootie. And we start with the Soonersports.tv reporter by breaking down the big week for OU women's basketball and an incredibly challenging schedule. Yeah, and I mean, they just came off the win at BYU where they came from behind. I was out there on, um, I guess it would have been Monday, and I was talking to Peyton Little, and she said that, you know, because she's one, Peyton's one that, like, she's one of those people, like, when you play sports and you're running, like, conditioning, and she never gets tired and she always wins. And, um, you know, because she can just, like, keep going and going, no matter if she's been running or not. So she's, like, just one of those people that you really want to, like, punch sometimes. <laughs> but... um <laughs> <laughs> but she said when they were in uh, in Provo that like she couldn't the the uh, altitude or whatever they it was so hard to breathe like it was so hard to play there and she said they were going through through warm ups 
and she got winded, and she was like, that never happened. So there were a couple times where, especially when they first started get, getting going in the game, that they were, like, like really winded, uh, sucking air bad. So uh, that was a challenge, which, I, you know, you didn't even think about. But they had to kind of overcome that, too. And um, so, anyway, so now, yeah. So they have that. That was a tough game because it was a it was a good team, but then they kind of battled, you know, the that the the kind of the altitude there. And so then, yeah. And then uh, Colorado State is a team that you know I was talking to Colton Cole about, and he said that they, uh, you know, they've watched them a little bit, and they they uh, took Stanford, you know, last year in the tournament, um, you know, down to the wire to go to the Sweet Sixteen, and I think they've lost some of their best players. With Still a team that kind of knows how to how to play with a you know big time program, and then yeah, South Dakota State's a good team as well. So yeah, uh, tough stretch for them, but you know we've talked about it, and that's good for them to have you know some challenging tests before uh, Big Twelve play starts uh, January first. Yeah, and it's interesting because you even go with what's next beyond these next two games. Did that make sense? Is that proper English? What's next after these next two games? There you go. So you got South Dakota State on Wednesday at 7 o'clock. you got Colorado State on Sunday afternoon at 2. And then, Jess, they return to where they played in the NCAA tournament last year to finally play Kentucky at 6 o'clock on Thursday, uh, a week from tomorrow. So it's pretty nonstop as far as challenging for Oklahoma as they head down the stretch towards the start of conference play. Yeah, and did you mention the tournament that they're in? No, in Vegas? I haven't. It's and it's loaded too. So and then the, and that's another time where you you know you have to play three games in a row and you learn a lot about your team and and, and that stretch we talked about that about the men's team you know uh, you can learn a lot and and playing back to back games and having to find a way to you know when your legs are tired find a way to kind of overcome that you know you, you battle some adversity normally and. and when you're playing games like that, back to back to back. So, yeah, I mean, they, they're going to be ready to go. Um, you know, this, this could set up well for them if they've, you know, uh, taking care of business in the non-conference and kind of seen some challenges um, and, uh, you know, really learned a lot. And, and But, I mean, this is, a, this is a team that's experienced and, you know, that's we, we've talked about that too. They've, they know, uh, you know, they're seeing a lot of that, uh, these seniors have have been around have played and so this is kind of their time and you know again when i was talking to peyton she was saying uh you know i've i've you've, you've seen her be more aggressive over the past couple of days uh, past couple of games and we're gonna you're gonna see more of that as well so it's uh you know this is a team that wants to win and we're gonna do what it takes to win Jess, you have a really cool feature uh we promoted it a bit earlier this week and, and talked about it but I would urge everyone, everyone, to give this a watch because you learn so much about Nancy Mulkey and how much she went through. Uh, she's going to be an imposing figure on the court because she's what six foot nine. But her story is phenomenal, and I got to admit, we played it during our spotlight show. And I have two girls, and I when she was when she started bringing up getting bullied and how depressed and down she was whenever she was in middle school. That got to me. I mean, that legit choked me up. And you said that it's it's actually pretty incredible that she wants to share this story, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. You know, when uh, he, I've, I've talked to her a few times since she's been on campus, and, you know, it's, 
it's easy as you know um, to to sit here and for all of us to just say, oh, she's six nine, she's six nine, and and just leave it at that. But this is someone that has you know she's a fantastic person. She's got a great personality. Uh, you know her teammates rave about um you know how how great of a teammate she is she's so unselfish she's hilarious i mean she is a goofball so funny and then um you know as far as what she does on the floor it's it's a lot more than just blocking shots you know and and uh she's got so much potential and um you know dan hughes he does our our uh, uh color on our tv broadcast and he just thinks i mean big things are coming for Nancy Mulkey because, you know, she has the good, she has the footwork, you know, when, when you're talking, you start talking about, uh, you know, inside players and then she, she runs the floor. So when she gets a rebound, she, she hustles down the floor. And so he raves about those two things and his, the coaching staff talk about, um, you know, she's really smart, really basketball has a really great basketball IQ and she's picking things up really quickly. So, you know, there's a lot more to it than just being the tallest player in, in women's basketball history, and that's kind of what this story is about is, you know, um, let's let's get beyond that. I feel like I owe you an apology, Jess, because yesterday in the show we were doing Sooner Sports Spotlight, and you had brought up how Oklahoma State was a one-loss team. You were talking specifically about the conference record, um, but some view them as a one-loss team even though they have two on their record because of the controversy around Central Michigan. If Jessica Cootie is sitting in the playoff committee boardroom, does she consider Oklahoma State a one-loss team? Uh, you know, I really do because, listen, there's been several teams that it's come down. You know, everyone says, oh, well, you shouldn't be in that position. You shouldn't be in that position. I mean, look at, like, how many times have Clem- has Clemson scraped by by the hair on their chinny-chin-chin? You know, so I mean that if they would have called it, you know, in OSU's favor, then they no one would even be saying any. Well, they shouldn't have been. They shouldn't have been that close. Nobody says that if you win. So uh, you know, as long as you you win, but this is actually legitimate. Should not have happened. So and then they had a chance to review it, and it still should not have happened. And. So, yeah, I consider them a one-loss team. We were debating yesterday as we focus on football real quick uh, who we would consider to be more Heisman-worthy because only one wins. But the Sooners logically have three candidates, but we focused on two in Baker and Didi. And it was funny because right before we hit the air, I I wanted to try to trade. I'm like, okay, you take Didi and I'll take Baker because – Jess, it's that close. I mean, it's that tight between how good they are. You you build up Didi, and then you're like, well, what about Baker? And then you look at Baker's numbers compared to everyone. This has been insane for the way these guys have performed this year, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and you know, I was I I talked to Didi yesterday. Actually, um, I did a big sit down interview with him. He's going to be my feature for Bedlam. And I uh, got to really kind of talk with him, but then, um, you know, uh, chatted with Baker a little bit too. And both of them, like, think the other one's more deserving. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's just kind of cool how how supportive they are of each other, you know. And, and certainly Baker said there's no doubt he's the best receiver in, in college football and the most explosive. He, he actually, I think, said, 
playmaker. He's the best playmaker in college football. So, um, you know, and then, of course, D.D. said, there's no other quarterback I, I want throwing me the ball. And so it's just they, they have a, a, a cool connection, too, in, in regards of, yes, they obviously have a lot of chemistry on the field, but they're they're close off the field, too. And so, um, yeah, it's like, it, you know, here we're sitting here like, okay, how do you pick, like, they would pick each other, you know what I mean? So it's uh, that's, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, someone's got to step up and be selfish in here, guys, and say it's mine, <laughs> right? That'll make it a little bit easier for everyone. So uh, just I guess that's a little bit of a tease, Jess. You're breaking news here. So the Bedlam feature is going to be on D.D. Westbrook? Yes, yes. What an incredible story. Good dad. You know, and, yeah, and we were talking because it's crazy that because I said, can you believe you're, you're going to be playing your – last game on on uh Owen Field and he's like I really can't and because I mean he's just been here for two years so it's just it's really if you think about it and he's made such a huge impact and man just think if he had four years here you know unbelievable so OU OSU a week from Saturday for the Big 12 championship can't wait all right let's focus real quick on basketball before we let you get out of here Jess Abilene Christian, Friday afternoon at 2 o'clock, then Northern Colorado on Tuesday at 7. Coming off what was, I don't, I mean, I don't know if you've had a chance to talk to Coach Kruger yet. I listened to all of his post-game interviews with Toby, and I'm sure there has to be some frustration with the way that the Northern Iowa game went down. But to see this team bounce back the way they did and beat Clemson on Sunday, that's got to be pretty reassuring because the defense seemed to improve every single game uh, of this of this uh, Tire Pros Invitational out in out in Orlando. Yeah, and I mean it's a young team, and what happens with young teams? Growing pain. Yep. You know, I mean, like, so they'll they'll learn from that. Is probably good that they they ended up on the wrong end of it because. Uh, you know, you hear a lot of times you hear coaches say you learn more from a loss than you do from a win, you know, so if they would have held on and held it off, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, do it, but you, you know that they're going to learn from it. And, you know, that's one thing that Coach Kruger said following the exhibition game against Washburn till even just their home opener, they learned so much between that span. You know, they took a lot away from that Washburn game. So I think this is a team going to learn a lot every time they go out onto the court as they continue to kind of learn to play with each other and, and figure out, you know, the ebbs and flows of this team and how it works and, and the different lineups. And, yeah, they're, they're certainly, uh, you know, trying to get have that defensive kind of uh, mentality, defensive kind of identity and – uh you know they're they're they could be good. They could be really good, really tough to score on, um, because they're just so athletic and and so long and and so um, yeah. I think you see some flashes of how great they can be on that end. What about Christian Doolittle? I mean, here is a guy that whenever he, I'll be honest with you, I focused so much on some of the guys coming back in the uh, that would get an opportunity, like a Richard Odoms and uh, a Christian James, and them being. The uh, three and four, along with the one and two of Kadeem Latin and Jordan Woodard, that I completely lost sight of some of the guys like Christian Doolittle coming in. It seems like he kind of has that little special it to him, doesn't he? Yeah, and uh, you know, Brendan Manzer does our uh, uh, color for men's games. He said he was talking to Alex Brown, and they haven't had a freshman that's as ready to play right now since Blake Griffin 
you know, so th- those, those are some big words that, you know, he's kind of come in and he's a freshman that can automatically kind of step on the court. Obviously, he's starting, and so uh, ceiling's so high for him. And, you know, he can do a lot of different things. He's a really versatile player. And they have a number of those guys. Matt Freeman's another guy. He's uh, he's causes matchup problems because he can step out and shoot the three. I mean, the other night he was like five for six from three-point line. Uh, so, or, um, you know, or, or from field goal, and then he was like three for four from three. So, um, yeah, I mean, you've, you've got some – this freshman class is going to be really special. And, you know, certainly Christian Doolittle is uh, one of those as well. She's the best. Jessica Cootie right here on the Sooner Sports Podcast. All right, everyone have a great holiday weekend. We'll be back Sunday night with the – well, Monday morning <laughs> – with the Monday morning refresher. And again, Toby Rowland returns to the Sooner Sports Podcast next week with the game plan to get you ready for the Big 12 Championship. Everyone have a great holiday weekend. And until Monday morning, Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.